Nou ja, so stap die tijd aan 20 voor 9 en ons het vir jou genoem dat ons vanochtend STBB prokureer. Sê, dit is deel van ons rechtskolom en dit wordt trots aangebied door STBB prokureers vir voorinstaande rechtsadvies teen bekostigbare tarieve. Skakel hulle op 021-850-6400. Jy moet net onthou dat Radio Helderberg of STBB prokureers nie aanspreeklik gehou kan word vir enige skadegeleid wat voortspreid uit advies gegeen in hierdie rechtskolom program nie. Elke saak moet op sy eie merite hanteer word. Nou verochend verwelkom ons weer terug vir Hein Dijsselse Houvas. Established in 1900, STBB Attorneys is a firm of approximately 90 business-minded lawyers practicing from 11 offices throughout South Africa. By understanding our clients' needs and objectives, we strive to deliver cost-effective legal solutions for all business and personal matters. The Helderberg team specializes specifically in property law and developments with a commitment to developing close working relationships with our clients, enabling us to succeed consistently on their behalf. Big represents our reach and professionalism. Small is our personal approach to our work and our clients. Let our 120 years experience be your guide. You can visit our website at stbb.co.za. Well, we welcome back Hein Dijssel, Senior Associate at STBB Attorneys. Hein, good morning. Good morning, guys. Good Ach, morning, Danny. Good morning, Lucia. Nice lovely to be to here. Have, lovely to have you here. So you are the pro on the Protection of Personal Information Act. Allegedly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's lovely to have you here, Hein. Um, I think it's it's so topical this uh, at this stage. Um, I know that you've been working with this for quite a while now. But for just the normal guy on the street, what exactly is Poppy? Poppy is is a extremely important new law that is uh, that has come into effect. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people would say that it's probably one of Jamie Oliver's kids, but no. <laughs> Poppy for South African purposes, um, it stands for the Protection of Personal Information Act, and that says it all. It's mm-hmm. the protection of your personal information on a daily basis. We dispose or we give out our personal information. For example, when I came to your studio this morning mm-hmm. uh, to compli- complete the little form to come full in my full names my ID number my telephone number etc so you know the personal information is out there yes. um, in the world and businesses collect that personal information for a very good reason um, so the poppy act is there to protect that personal information that you give out there in the the workplace Mm -hmm. or to businesses because in terms of the constitution every person has a right to privacy yes so i've got a right that that information that i give out is duly protected by that company that i Mm. give it to and that they store it properly and they dispose of it properly so that there's Mm -hmm. no risk of me having my identity theft or my bank Mm. account being accessed or Mm. hacked and money stolen from me that that is what happens on a daily basis in any event. So it's to protect that personal information when businesses collect that personal information. You see, that's because that's the thing. Um, when you drive into, say, for instance, a uh, estate, you also give your information. Now, I want to say, for I understand the, the security uh, behind it and why they need it for that stage. Or f- for this morning, you had to fill it out for COVID-19. If Absolutely. anything happens here, we, ha- we can contact you. Exactly. Right. But anything besides that, that's what we want to talk about this that's morning. That's right. Sure. And on that, just to clearly define, so there's no confusion, what is personal information? Lucia, personal information is very wide in terms of that act. Personal in- information includes, for example, your full name, your ID number, mm-hmm. contact details like your cell phone number, your 
office telephone number, private correspondence, so even private emails between sure. friends and family members. That, that is personal information mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you communicate. So no one should have access to that personal information unlawfully. Mm. Biometric information, like, for example, your blood type or blood group. Demographic information, like your age, race, gender, date of birth, ethnicity. And your opinions about a person or a group of people. um, As well as historical information, like, for example, your financial history educational history, criminal history, Mm. um, employment history, all that is personal information. Hmm. Right. Okay, and Hein, if I may ask, who does Poppy apply to? If we have, we're asking it specifically, um, who can say, okay, this is Poppy, and I, I can. So Poppy you know. applies to all businesses in South Africa that okay. collect information, that stores that information, and that disposes of that information. To, so Poppy tells those businesses how to collect it, how to store it, and how to dispose of that information. But it's not only local businesses. It also applies to international companies mm-hmm. that does business in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So it tells them also how to collect, store, and dispose of that information. Hmm. Sure. And just thinking now, um, so many online businesses yes. um, are selling stuff online, and they usually want that information to deliver it or to contact you and tell you when your products are ready. So what should a company do to ensure that they comply with this act? They are, the act stipulates certain guidelines as to what they need to do in order to comply with the act. Um, the first requirement is that they must be accountable, which just says that they must ensure that they comply with the act, that they collect, store and dispose of information as per the act. Mm-hmm. The other thing that they need to do, it must be lawful. So that information that they collect from y- you, there must be a lawful purpose for that. Mm-hmm. Now, it can be in terms of a contract. It can be in terms of a public law. Mm-hmm. So we know that FICA is applicable. So in terms of FICA, mm-hmm. for example, the FICA is there. I have to request a copy, for example, when I do a transfer of a property. Mm-hmm. I have to request a copy of the ID, proof of residence, income tax number, bank account detail of a purchaser, etc. So that I can make sure where that money is coming from. So that mm-hmm. is the reason why mm-hmm. I want that personal information from that client. There's a lawful reason why I want that information. And the act says there must be a lawful reason mm-hmm. why you're asking for that information. Yes. If you go to Edgar's and you want to open an Edgar's account, yes, Edgar's might ask you for your ID and your residence and stuff like that. But they're not entitled to ask you for your blood type or your blood mm-hmm. group mm-hmm. or your um, religious belief. That's got nothing. That's not a lawful reason to give them that information. There's, yeah. there's yeah. nothing that they should be able to do with that information. The other thing is you must, they must um, limit the purpose. So they must only collect the data or information that they need from you. Okay. They shouldn't be excessive getting mm-hmm. your blood type or your religious belief, etc., if there's no real purpose for them getting that information. They must restrict the further processing. So if you do give that information to a company, they cannot go and utilize that information or pass it on to a subsidiary ah, company. Yes. For example, Edgar's okay. can now go and say, oh, but you know what? We also sell life cover. We're going to get, yes. when this client opened his account, we got this information from him to open an account. We're going to give it to Santam Insurance that we've got 
chairs in to defend them to get life cover. Mm. They're not entitled to do that. They're only entitled to use the information for the purpose that you gave it to them and nothing more. You see, like this morning, we can't take your details and sell it to or give it to advertisers say, you know, come and advertise with us and we'll give our database to you. Exactly. We can't do that. Absolutely. The other thing that they've got to do is uh, the quality of that information must be must be of 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 um of a good quality. So yeah. when I collect or you collect my data, you must ensure that that data is collected properly and it is accurate um, and that there are no errors and you should rather collect the data from the data subject himself mm-hmm. than go to any other person in order to collect that data. You must collect it from the data subject himself. Mm-hmm. It must be open. You must tell Hein, why you collected his data this morning? What okay. the reason for it? And as you said, it's for COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, if, yeah. if there's something that happens in this office with regards to COVID, you can phone those people that came in here and track the the yeah. the patient that yeah. brought the COVID into the office. So that's the reason for that. Um, the, you have to have security safeguards in place, and that's very important. So the act says that if you do collect the the information, you must ensure that that information is kept safe. So mm-hmm. if it's a hard copy piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make sure that it's stored in a way that no one can just walk into the office, and take that it. piece of paper mm. and get names and email mm. addresses and telephone numbers of a list of people that they will now market or, or mm. aim to market to. And if you've got it, if it's on a computer system or if it's on a laptop or an iPad or whatever, you must have programs on your laptop or desktop or phone to prevent you from being mm. hacked. And secure and that. Exactly. Mm. You've got to secure that information. Um that you don't, uh, you know, uh, lose the information. And if you do lose the information, if it, that information is compromised, you must then tell that client or data subject that, listen, Jain, we actually lost your data. Sure. It has sure. been stolen, etc. So you've got to be open about that as well. And the data subject must be able to participate in that information, saying that, meaning that I must be able to come here and say, listen, yeah, what information do you still have of me? And yeah. then I must be able to see what information you've got of me. Okay. I must be able to rectify that information. And I must be able to request you to delete that information. Oh, is it? For any okay. reason. Yeah. Oh. I, I quickly want to ask you also, if I'm a business that I've got your info, like let's say one of the clothing companies, um, I've got your details because you have an account with me. Can I use your information to, to market new products on my floor? If you've got my contact detail, if I'm an existing client with you Mm -hmm. that you have provided a service to, then you can proceed to market products to me. If I haven't previously objected to you marketing anything to me, Mm -hmm. and if I've got the right, so if you do market stuff to me electronically, then I must always have the right to opt out. To to unsubscribe. Thank you. I want to unsubscribe. I do not want to receive any more marketing material from you. Thank you very much. Hmm. That's sure, interesting. sounds just simple mm. and to the point. Okay, then how do you go about marketing to new clients then if you want to contact people but you can't just contact them and sell new things? That is a bit more tricky. So mm. it's, it's, it's new clients that you haven't dealt with before. You've never provided a service to them. You've mm-hmm. never sold them anything. So it is brand new clients. So those clients you are not allowed to market to unless you first obtain their consent yes. to market to them so you would obviously have the email address or cell phone number or whatever and you will then communicate with them electronically as okay. to you know I 
Donnie might have an air conditioning business on the side. He says, mm-hmm. listen, yeah, I met you this morning. I've never done business with you before. I've got your email address from the front desk. But you know what? I've got an aircon business. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if I market my business to you in the future? Maybe wintertime specials with air conditioning, whatever. So he has to request my consent before he starts marketing his business to me whatsoever. Mm. So there's a, there's a form that you will have to send to the prospective client, setting out your detail as the business business, what your business is, um, what information you will require from that client, mm-hmm. um, what the purpose will be for that information. You're going to yes. market X, Y, and Z to him, and he must clearly specify or tick a box to say, yes, I'm, uh, Dani, I agree that you can market your business to me. I accept it and agree to it. But when you do then start to market to that new client, again, there must always be the opt-out. Mm. Mm. So whenever, if after the first communication from Dani regarding his aircon business, I must be yeah. able to say, you know what, no thank you. Yes, I do not I want to receive this. any marketing material mm. from me in the future. And you only get mm. one bite at, at the cherry. So Dani can ask me, Ayn, can I please market? This is my company. This is the information. Um, can I please market? And I tick no. It's fine. Mm. You can't now mm, just in, in a week's time yeah. come back and say, Ayn, you know what? I want to market. No, no, that you is said it for life. It's That's gone. That's it. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> Ayn, thanks a lot for coming in this morning. I think there's still lots to this uh, topic, um, telephonic marketing, and, and I know that it will definitely affect marketing in the future and companies on how they think and how they try to, to pull in new clients. But uh, if you want to know more, you can contact Hein Dasel um, or his whole company, uh, well, senior associate there, <laughs> the company he's part of, um, STBB attorneys. And if you want to know more about the Poppy Act, I think uh, it's quite wise to find out exactly before you start marketing and start to pull in people that don't want that marketing. But you can contact them 021-850-6400. Ayn, thanks a lot. Thank you, Donnie. Thanks, Lucia. Pleasure as always. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Nou ja, soos ek genoem het, jy kan hulle kontak, hulle is ook hier so in paardevlei, in Somers het wees is hulle tak, STBB Procureurs, andersens 021-850-6400. Jy moet net onthou dat Radio Heldeberg of STBB Procureurs nie aanspreeklik gehou kan word vir enige skadige lei wat voortspreid uit advies gegee in hierdie rechtskoel om program nie. Elke saak moet op sy eie merite hanteer word.